When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. And welcome to a bonus episode of Hooked On, I'm a Celeb, with me, Fanula J. Jordan North is currently sitting on the throne in Gerrish Castle, and in just over a week he's become a firm fan favourite, me included. We wanted to learn more about Jordan and what he's really like, so we reached out to his best friend, William Hansen, a British etiquette expert and author, who also co-hosts the hit comedy podcast with Jordan, Help, I Sexted My Boss, in which the best friends aim to answer listeners' etiquette conundrums. Here's my conversation with William Hansen for a revealing chat about Jordan North. William, we are delighted to have you on Hooked On. I'm a celeb. Well, thank you. I'm delighted to be here, Fanula. Thank you for having me. Now, talk to me about Help by Sex to My Boss. This is the podcast that you co-host with the wonderful, the effervescent Jordan North, as we've gotten to know him on I'm a Celeb. Um, and I hear you're coming to Dublin next year, fingers crossed. Yes, we are. So so not only uh, we, we, were, we were about to start our sixth series of the podcast before Jordan threw in the uh, the curveball that he was off to Wales. <laughs> um, uh, so we've been doing that for about three years now and uh, we've done a couple of uh, live tours, but we've never been to Ireland with the tour. So we're very excited. And not only are we coming to, to Dublin, but you are our first date. Ooh. So we are starting the, the, the tour with you at the Sugar Club on the 29th of April. Uh, hopefully, got you know, COVID dependent, uh, and uh, well, I'm, I'm very excited. I love doing the podcast, but I love doing the tours even more. Uh, and I think that the tours are a slightly more, uh, a slightly cruder version, in in every sense of the word, version of the podcast. As someone who has done shows and been at shows and is Irish, you are in for um, a <laughs> rousing start to the tour, rest assured. For anyone who hasn't listened to Help by Sex to My Boss, what's it all about? So Jordan and I, we are uh, very different, but we are best friends and have been best friends for many years before before this podcast even was put forward. And Jordan and I look through the post bag and answer our listeners' modern etiquette dilemmas. So it's it's not sort of what side you put the fork or which fork goes with what, uh, although occasionally we do do that, but it's more sort of, is it polite to ghost somebody on a dating app? Or uh, how long do you leave it until you change your Netflix password and you split up with someone? And Jordan and I offer our sometimes and indeed often contrasting advice uh, on that, as well as sort of sharing stories of our own lives. And as we've seen from I'm a Celebrity, Jordan is a very special person and is one of those sort of people that there is a story for everything because he doesn't lead a very simple life. Not that he wants, he would would be desperate to lead a simple life, but life somehow (laughs) seems to uh, trick Jordan and and make him stumble along the way. Poor sweet Jordan, our our sweet prince. How did you meet? We met, so he was on work experience at BBC Radio 5 Live in Manchester, and I used to live in Manchester, and 
I went in as a guest, I was talking about something and sort of he was my chaperone for the evening. And uh, when he was sort of seeing me out of the building, we were we were chatting and we had been making each other laugh and, and we really got along. And I thought, well, he's nice, but we, we won't keep in touch. And then little did I know that about four months later, he moved in with some of my friends from university. And it was only when I sort of went around to see them. I went, oh, and we both went, it's you. Hello. Um, and it sort of went from there. It was meant to be. Serendipity, yes. you'd almost say. Mm. The sweet, sweet Jordan we see on screen, the Jordan that I am now completely and utterly obsessed with, as I'm sure so many other people are. Yeah. Is that real life Jordan? Is that the Jordan you also know and love? Uh, that, that, that is Jordan. In fact, it, it is uh, probably only 60% of, of the Jordan that, that we all know and love because it being a basically a semi-pre-recorded television programme, there's there's other stuff that we, we haven't seen. But that is exactly who he is off screen or off the air. Uh, he is a sort of wonderfully naive, scared, apprehensive, anxious, funny uh, and charming as as we have seen. In fact, there are a couple of um, newspaper columns that came out um, today that, that perhaps weren't saying very favourable things. And I, I just actually just read them just before I uh, started speaking to you and it's got me terribly ticked off uh, because clearly they, they aren't very good judges of character. Absolutely, because as someone who is a reality TV obsessive myself, we've had the conversation where, like, is it a game plan? Is he genuinely just this kind of person? And to be honest, you can tell by him that he really wanted to give his all to this. And he was genuinely scared about a lot of things, but he's done so well. And I'm saying to everyone, I really think he could go all the way with this and win this. He's just, I'm enamoured with him. I think he's so genuine and I can't wait to see what this does for him after, to be honest. Exactly. And, and you know, there really isn't a game plan. That's, in fact, one of these columns said that, you know, he, he could he could very easily see the what the uh, what Jordan's publicist had been telling him. Well, that's hysterical to think that Jordan's got a publicist. He only got an accountant <laughs> in February. <laughs> Oh, Jordan, sweet Jordan. Um, speaking of what we haven't seen, though, does he have any annoying habits? Is there anything that gets on your wick a bit when you're working and uh, socialising with him? Oh, when we're working, I mean, series five that we, we did, which was a, which was a bumper series of about twenty three weeks that that we did during lock, lock, the first lockdown. Um, you know, for someone that works in radio, he can't work a flipping microphone. <laughs> We did 23 weeks. Well, I mean, I don't work in radio, okay? I, I teach people how to set a table. And I can I can connect to audition. I can work out what channel my microphone's coming through. Not a problem. But the, the radio presenter, we would always, every recording, we would lose 10 minutes at the top with him not being able to do it. Or then we'd do the entire recording, he'd listen back to it, and he'd have pressed a button that would have stuck an echo on it. <laughs> so there is indeed one episode of Series 5 where it sounds like he's got his head stuck down a loop. He's just putting like wacky voice effects on by mistake. It's only when you listen back, you're like, Jordan, the series, it's ruined. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Are there any, any interesting facts that people may not know about Jordan? Um, he's incredibly well read. Now, we saw on uh, on the on an episode recently when he was reading out what what food he had won for everyone on a, after the trial that he he said well, he mispronounced shiitake mushrooms, <laughs> and and people seem to, to to find that fairly amusing. But for someone who does constantly get words wrong or uh, have these sort of spoonerisms, he 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 reads like man book a prize 
worthy books and I will always ask him what are you reading and he'll he'll sort of shout like a 900 page chunky book um I mean admittedly he does throw in you know things like Jerry Barton's autobiography in the mix as well just to to keep it keep it real but he's he's he loves his reading and he reads really much more intelligent books than I do. Did you give him any advice before going into the castle? We had many conversations as to whether he should do it. Um, because I know Jordan's fears uh, and uh, well, we all know Jordan's fears now. And <laughs> I wasn't convinced, you know, he wasn't he wasn't going off to do Celebrity Antiques Road Trip or anything. He was he was off to do something fairly uh fairly serious and and quite quite extreme um but well i'll say this to you uh, i basically said to him um i said look every time you're in a in a funny situation and, and when you're scared all you need to keep telling yourself is think of the money <laughs> honestly we appreciate it we do appreciate yeah, it and I, I i think that's what's got him through no one no one i haven't said that to anyone else but i think that's what i've <laughs> I think that's what's what what got him down that cliff and in that vault and through that trap door. It's not the happy place. It's the few pounds. Exactly. Have you have you found it hard watching the trials? Because I mean, he did really struggle with those first two, and I mean, he did excellently well, all things considered. But I can imagine as his friend, that must be really tough to watch. Yes. It, it, well, it, yes. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't the, the, the first night when the show started. I was in hysterics watching it, <laughs> and my my partner turned to me and said, "William, you're a, you're a sick, sick person. Stop laughing. You're not supposed to be laughing." Um, second trial, I semi laughed. Third trial, I thought, "Oh no, I, I don't think I should laugh," especially when I saw him realise that he had been voted to do that trial again. That's when I thought, mm, yeah, okay, something's gone wrong here, um, because I think he would worry that the public don't don't love him or don't like him. Because Jordan, like all of us, he just wants to be liked. He doesn't want confrontation. He hate. He would absolutely hate to think that he had offended anybody or annoyed somebody. Um, and so to, uh, yeah. So I, th- that's when I, I sort of felt a pang of guilt and found it quite difficult. But, you know, it's it's TV. ITV aren't going to allow anyone to get hurt. You'd hope. You would hope. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> Not until the ratings really flag. Do you think he'll win it? Do you think he's in with a shot? I said before he had sort of been announced, I said to people final four or final three, whatever the, the sort of the, the finalists are. But, but now we're sort of a week in. I think, I don't want to jinx it for anyone, but... I think he stands as good a shot as anyone. I agree. I'd love to, I'd love to see him take it just after. It's what we've talked about. He's at the best. We're not even a week in and he's already had such a journey that I'm just like, maybe he should get it. I think he deserves it. He's been through enough. Um, talk to me about um, your listenership on uh, Help My Sex My Boss. Have you been frantically refreshing the analysts to see <laughs> if there's been a nice little boost from Jordan's appearance? I'm told we can detect uh, a slight increase. Yes, we are. We are also doing a daily podcast. We're normally a, a, a twice a week podcast when when Jordan is not uh, on ITV, but we have uh, become a daily podcast. And I'm joined by a different celebrity guest each 
each uh, each episode, and we are then sort of dissecting what has gone on, particularly for Jordan the the night before. So, our, you know, we have we're very fortunate to have um, listeners all over the world. So, there are quite a lot of our listeners who can't even watch Jordan doing this, and they were expecting a sixth series. So, we we felt that we should keep something going out there and keep them updated uh, in some form or the other. What are your plans for twenty twenty one with Jordan? <laughs> well, if he has time for us. Uh, we we shall see. Um, well, we got the tour, which hopefully kicks off as as I say uh, in Dublin on the twenty ninth, and then through into May, uh, through right up until the end of May. Um, but other, you know, I just like to sort of, um, I just like to get out the house. Really, <laughs> that's all I ask. I'm not that fussy. I, I went the other day. I thought I'm going to go into central London and just have a walk around central London and get out of West London. And I saw Piccadilly Circus and nearly cried. <laughs> I was so emotional. Oh, it's the little things, the little things. It is. William Hansen, host of Help, I Sexted My Boss. Thank you so much for speaking to me today. I really appreciate it. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you, Fanula. Great to speak to William Hansen about Jordan and their podcast, Help, I Sexted My Boss. Can't wait for them to come over to Dublin in April. I will be getting tickets. Well, that's it for this bonus episode of Hooked On, I'm a Celeb. I'll be back tomorrow for another deep dive into the antics within Garage Castle. So until then, from me, Fanula J, I'll chat to you on the next Hooked On, I'm a Celeb. This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.